in his first meeting with the Boston College media and faithful, head coach Bill O'Brien lays out his future, and it looks exciting for Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Boston College Nation. This is AJ Black, editor and publisher of Eagle Insider, part of the 247 Network, and your host of Locked On Boston College. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today, and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get yourself started. So the new era, era, excuse me, of Boston College football began on Thursday as Bill O'Brien from Ohio State, Alabama, New England Patriots, and the Houston Texans was formally introduced as the new head coach of the Boston College Eagles. Now, O'Brien had his introductory press conference. He talked, and Blake James talked, uh, for about a half hour. And so today's episode, we're going to look at some of the takeaways from this press conference because there's a lot that was said and you may want just to pare down and get the bare essentials. And that's what we're going to do here today. So O'Brien, he talked about a lot of what brought him to Boston college. And I'm not going to get into all that. We know his story. Uh, his wife was a grad, you know, he's got a whole bunch of family members that are grads. Uh, he talked about his kids. You know, he's got a son that plays for Tufts and another one that's medically fragile uh, that gets some, uh, some help in the area. So, it all brought him back to Chestnut Hill. And he talked about what kind of football he wants to bring to BC. And he wants BC to be physical. And the quote that he had that I I liked, and I'm going to share it with you right now, is that he said, we are not going, we are going to be smart, tough, physical football team. We may not win every game, but we will not, out be out toughed. I like that. One thing that we have said about Jeff Halfley's team, you never consider them tough. Like they made some big plays and things did things, but BC football at its core, when you go back in its history to Tom O'Brien, to Jeff Jagosinski, to Tom Coughlin, it's all about tough football. You toughen the lines. That's even what Halfley said his last year. He wanted he wanted that defensive line to be tough. They just they didn't look it out there. Bill O'Brien is going to install that back here at Boston College. Um, and he meant he mentioned he named dropped by name Bicknell, Bicknell, excuse me, Coughlin and O'Brien as guys he wants to build off of their formula. So I like that. I like I like the going back to the roots of what BC has done. I feel like Boston College has kind of lost its way a little bit. You know, the offensive line definitely has been playing better. You've had some good guys of late. But I still think he can take it to the next level. He had Dan Copen there today. You know, he played, I think Dan Copen played for him when he was at B, uh, with the Patriots. He was a BC grad. That's the kind of guy that I think Bill O'Brien would love to have at Boston College. 
you know, big defensive uh, offensive lineman, physical. That's what they want to do. And when I look at what he, the, some of his other comments said, um, I, w- I was also interested in a few other main topics. So he's going to bring a physical brand of football. Um, and I think that's all going to start in the weight room. Craig Fitzgerald, their new uh, uh, strength and conditioning coach, uh, is going to be a big deal. This is a guy that they said at Penn State, I just saw Pete Thamel talk about this in an article. He was critical in keeping that Penn State team together. Now, if BC wants to be tough and physical, they've also got to stay healthy. What have we seen under Jeff Halfway the last three years? The team falls apart in November. They wilt because they're missing guys. I mean, look at this year. This year was awful. They were missing so many guys by the end of the year because they didn't have the they didn't have the depth and um, conditioning to get to that. That's a big deal. And hopefully he's going to bring that to Boston College because if he can get the guys healthy and stay firm and through November, that's a that's a big win right there. So that was a big piece. He talked about NIL and he said some of this in. Um, I heard the Friends of the Heights tweeted out and uh, some of the reporters that were there, they talked about it as well, that you have two choices with NIL. You can either complain about it or embrace it. We're going to embrace it and do it in a Boston College way. He's also said he's already met with Tom Devitt of, of Friends of the Heights. NIL is going to be a bigger deal and it's continuing to be a bigger deal as every week goes by. Jeff Halfley left because of the issues with NIL. I feel like he just didn't want to deal with it. And he, he did a lot with it. He, I'm not going to throw Halfley under the bus for this because I know he had to basically kind of almost be the VP of friends of the Heights at, at points to get it going. Bill O'Brien with his leadership and hopefully some excitement around them will help bring that aboard uh, and bring it to that next level um, and do it in a way that's for Boston college. You don't want to just, I, I, you know what, you know, I, you see schools like Louisville, for instance, right? Louisville has official visits and they have like Lamborghinis on their field. It's kind of gross. I gotta say it's, I mean, like what the heck is the point of that? Like there's cars everywhere. Like, yeah, if you're you're gonna get a car, I saw Lewis Bond got a car. He's a BC wide receiver. But if your recruiting pictures is you in front of a car on the field, that's not like what BC's about. BC wants like Bill O'Brien wants, and he said it later, for NIL donors to know like what this means to them. And so we see a lot of service work and things like that. I feel like he's gonna continue that mission. Now, I have to be honest. I one vibe I got off of Bill O'Brien talking and even looking at him now, and and I'll say it, my wife saw him and and had the exact same reaction. He sounded a lot like Steve Adazio. (laughs) When I heard him talking, a lot of the things he was saying were very Daz-esque. He's much, he's a, he's a much better coach. I'm not going to compare him there. It's just the style of what he, the, the substance. And honestly, what Daz deep down wanted to bring. There's nothing wrong with that. He just was terrible at installing it. Bill O'Brien can do that. It's just, it was very similar. I mean, even looking at him, he looks kind of just the vibes there. So there's that. Now in a moment, 
I want to give some final thoughts about this press conference because there's a few more reactions I had that I want to give you about what he said and how I thought it came across. We'll get into that in just a moment. Now, if you have not done so already, FanDuel is the place to go. And even with football gone, basketball is well underway. And man, the NBA is smoking right now. Because right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live game parlays, exclusive props, and more. They also have special deals all the time. Like if I'm not on my app, they're always telling me about something new. You know, there's always great things going on on FanDuel. And as the Celtics continue to go, I like to go on there and make my wages. Man, if I if I had done the 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 um, odds on the the Nets in Celtics yesterday, I would have been a happy AJ today. But you you just need to visit FanDuel.com/slash/lockedon and shoot your shot with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black. We're talking about this press conference. And one thing that brought that he brought up, and again, I brought up Steve Adazio. This was a literal, like, it was like I was having an echo from the past hearing this. He he was asked about his um, the recruiting in New England. And I, if you had the New England, bing, uh, the press conference bingo before this, this would probably be on your card because I just was waiting for someone to ask this. And he said exactly the same thing as Steve Adazio did, which is, we're going to build a fence around New England. And I was like, oh, no, don't do that again. <laughs> but, you know, he says he doesn't want to lose recruits from the area to Clemson and Miami. And I love that. I, I mean, I, I love that in theory. But I, I, I question how practical that will be. Because there's a few things, right? If you have a local kid that just wants to get the heck out of Massachusetts and if you want to play football in the SEC, who can blame you? I don't know how he's going to – I don't know how whatever he does is going to be able to counter that other than winning a ton of games. Also, if you have recruits around this area that are elite, that are going to get NIL money. Like, I look at Samson – was it Samson or Sam, Samuel Ukanlola who went to Miami, who I think is one of the guys he's referencing. Um, I guarantee the life, the life wallet guy down at Miami uh, paid him handsomely. And I don't, I don't, I, as, far, as far as I've heard, I don't believe BC um, gives NIL deals to, to recruits. Like they have to get on campus and do things before they can actually get an NIL deal. So if those are the kind of guys that are going to go away, I don't know how he's going to, I don't know what he could do to fix that. Now there's a lot of other players that are local that have escaped. And under Jeff Halfley, I felt that were guys um, that he could have kept. Now, one name I go back to is Gerby Lambert. Now, if Bill O'Brien was here and BC was winning, Gerby Lambert would, you know, would be here. If, if Jeff Halfley was winning, Gerby Lambert would be here. But it was because BC was so inconsistent. He he had that offer, and I think he really wanted to be at BC at heart at points. I, someone in his family, I heard, really wanted him here. I think it was his mom. Versus Notre Dame, like, who are you going to choose? you got to start winning. So 
I think for Bill O'Brien, in order, to, and this has been like this has been the same song and dance that we've had under the last three coaches. If you really want to keep local kids here, you got to win, and then that'll sell it, right? Now, he has a bit of an advantage right now. He's got buzz because you looked at that press conference, and I was joking about this with friends. You have a ton of people that are there that have not from media coverage that were never interested in Boston college because of his connections to the Patriots and Alabama and Ohio state. There's interest around this program right now. He can parlay that into the recruiting trail. And the one name that I look at that I said, huh, maybe this will be the first like splash move he makes is class. And I think it's class of 25. I have to look really quick. I apologize. He is Blake Herbert uh, from Central Connecticut. He is a class of 25 uh, Central Catholic who's committed to Clemson right now. He is a four-star on on 247's composite. He's the number 23 quarterback in um, the class of 20 uh, for 247 and the number one recruit in Massachusetts. This would be a perfect opportunity for, for O'Brien right off the bat before he even coaches a game to catch some attention because this, you know, he's the top recruit. You yes. Clemson is Clemson, but Bill O'Brien has coached Tom Brady. He's coached Deshaun Watson. He's coached Bryce young. He had, you know, he got Matt McGloin to be like a serviceable quarterback. He is a very good quarterback and Garrett Riley at Clemson is a good offensive coordinator, but he's kind of a gimmicky college uh, coordinator. He's not a pro style. Bill O'Brien can sell. I can get you to the league. So this would be a perfect example. If he really, if, if O'Brien thinks that he wants to get more recruits in Massachusetts, the number one recruit, this is a first opportunity. Jeff Halfley did it with Drew Kendall. So I'm not going to say this isn't like a brand new thing, but he has an opportunity now to make his splash. Quarterback is the perfect opportunity um, and to be a high profile move for him too. Cause I guarantee you, the way 247 works, the longer this goes on with him, Blake Herbert com- committed to to Clemson. He's only three-star on 247. The composite means everything, so that's like a blend of rivals and on three and ESPN. But just for 247, I bet you he turns into a four-star there because he's committed to Clemson. And that's how they view things, right? So there's the, your opportunity. So I'm interested in this, how he wants to build a fence thing. I think he's a better coach to do it than Steve Adazio was. And Jeff Halfley didn't care. He said, he said, said as much like two months ago, I think during the national signing day press conference, he said, I don't care about that. Bill O'Brien might want to, and that's okay. He brought in Jonathan DiBiaso, who is the son of uh, the C the Catholic Memorial head coach of Massachusetts. One of the best teams, the team that brought in Gerby Lambert. So there's a chance there. For him to, to make some some waves. Now to kind of wrap up the press conference, a lot of positive thinking. He you know he thanked Ryan Day and Bill Belichick and the Kraft family, which obviously got some news from some of this um, two four seven and all those other sites that cover because it's always you know good to see him thanking his his previous roots. He talked about his process, which if you've been following along, what I was putting on two four seven. I nailed it. He had three interviews. He had a phone call. He had an in-person interview with a group of six, I think he said. 
in, a, in an interview with Father Leahy. He talked about the importance of his family. He talked about everything that you would know. But, you know, press conferences are fine. After sitting through, this is the third in like seven years I've or eight years I've sat through between Steve Adazio, Jeff Halfley, even Earl Grant. They kind of boilerplate like, I just now, I'm just excited to see what he does next. Recruiting's going to start now. He's got his whole staff basically set now, and we'll get into that in just a moment. But recruiting, keeping the sta- the players here, he still has another 15 days that he's got to keep this roster intact. And he said that he meant with only 40 of the play- 60, uh, 40 of the 100 players that he needs to. He has 60 more to go. Um, I think he's met with Castellanos, though. I think he kind of alluded to that. Um, and so I just want to know, like, I want to want to start this this roster management and see how things are going. Practice is going to start after spring break, which I think is in May, uh, March. Um, and we'll get things going from there. Now, in our final segment, I'm going to get into his final staffing moves as he as Bill O'Brien finalizes his roster of coaches going into the 2024 season. I'll get into all of that in just a moment. Now, if you like theater, if you like going to games, game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I am going to go to see some Red Sox games this year. And I hate Fenway Park, so I need to know where I'm going to sit. If I'm going to sit in a seat that's looking at a pole, I'm going to be miserable. I want to make sure that I get the seat that lets me see everything going on the field. And with game time and their seat viewer, you're going to get to see that. Part I love about game time, too, they have flash deals. So, like, if the Red Sox are going to stink and I want to get cheaper tickets, game time will drop to prices as the the game gets closer. Uh, And it's an all-in price, so you're not going to get surprised. Uh, fees to go along with that. So just download the Game Time app and use promo code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Lowest min- last minute prices, uh, last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Locked on BC. I'm your host, AJ Black. We're wrapping things up here. And as Bill O'Brien was giving his opening remarks, Pete Thamel, who was at the press conference, tweeted out that BC had finalized, basically finalized their staff. We were waiting to find out who the linebackers coach was. Now, I heard buzz that Max Bollocks of Notre Dame could have been like a surprise that they were going to try to grab, but it's not him. Instead, it's Dan O'Brien. Now, that's not related to Bill O'Brien. Dan O'Brien, though, has connections to Boston College, which is pretty cool. His dad is former head coach Tom O'Brien. Now, you remember Tom O'Brien from 99 to 2007. Uh, he was a you know pretty popular coach around this area uh, until he left for NC State, and then he finalized his career at UVA as an assistant head coach. So Dan O'Brien himself has had a pretty uh, lengthy career. He had time at Georgia where he had worked with Kirby Smart. He was uh, an intern for the Patriots, which I think is where he met Bill O'Brien. Uh, and so he knows him and Belichick. Uh, he's also worked at Navy. 
I'm sure his dad helped with that because I believe Tom O'Brien had a career there. And then he, uh, his most recent gig was as the defensive coordinator at USM, uh, University of Southern Miss. So he's, you know, he's an experienced coach. He's not like just, you know, uh, a flunky or a, um, what do they call that? A nepotism baby. He, he, he's done his own thing. Now at, at Southern Miss, it kind of fell apart at the end. I, from what I've heard, the, um, his final year was marred by tons of injuries and the defense was terrible, but he's a linebackers coach. So it's not like he's like asked to run the whole defense. He gets to you know work with Tim Lewis, who um, I talked about for the last two shows. And some people got mad at me for the way I, I reacted to him, but whatever. So he's one that completes your defense. So now you have Jeff, Jeff Comision, you have um, the, um, defensive backs coach from Washington and I'm totally blanking on his name and you have Dan O'Brien. So you have everything you have um, looking forward. Sorry. You have Ray Brown. I'm going to get Ray Brown's name at some point. Ray Brown from Wazoo. Ray Brown is, is like an up and comer. Jeff Comision has been around. So that's your defense. That means Sean Duggan is gone. That means Paul Rhodes is gone. Uh, the interesting thing that I saw Matt Zenitz of 247 tweet out is that Ray Brown, whose deal apparently has been finalized, was being looked at for the same position by Jeff Affley, too. So this is a guy that's been uh, connected to BC for a bit. The last position that everyone was waiting for was the special teams coach, Matt Thurn. And on um, Thursday evening, Thamel tweeted out that they're going to retain him. So... I see a lot of folks getting grinding, you know, Matt gnashing their teeth. And I was talking to Mitch about it. And Mitch was saying to me that a lot of folks don't want to hear this, but the special teams coach doesn't do a whole lot with the kicking and punting. It, they're more into the blocking schemes and things like that. Now, BC's punting last year was bad. Their kicking was college level. Okay. Their uh, kick returning was bad and punt returning was bad for parts. Now, I don't want to throw a player under the bus, but Jaden Williams struggled a lot. Once they put Lewis Bond back there, they were okay. Now, remember, BC this offseason landed Jaden McGowan, who's one of the best kick returners, punt returners in the SEC with good speed. So I think he will be fine with, you know, doing what he needs to do. I don't know what went on with punting, but I think that it's just a one-year deal. And, I mean, it's going to be probably a, a, a tryout, basically. I kind of view all these coaching positions as tryouts because it's clear to me. One thing that looks clear to me is that, um, that O'Brien wanted to get guys, but because it was so late in the game, remember halfway left like two months after most other teams have made their moves. Most coaches have already settled in. He's going to have to wait to the end of this year. So basically my thoughts is what's going to happen is basically these, these coaches are going to work to kind of keep their job. You know, if they struggle, if they don't um, do what they need to, he'll just get the guys that he wants. And if there's a guy that's kind of like, eh, but the guy he really wants, then he'll make his move. That's kind of how I envision things. I might be wrong there, but that's kind of how I, I view it. So that's his staff. The staff is complete. We're now at the end of the week. We know who his offensive staff is. We know who his defensive staff is. Uh, and it's fine. There's nothing like wowing about this this staff. I'm happy that he brought back the three guys on offense, Huggins, uh, Wyatt, and Applebaum. Um, I like 
Ray Brown. I like Jeff Comision. Tim Lewis still confuses me, but I'm interested to see how he can bring some physicality to this defense. So that's my thoughts on all of this. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree? Hit a like button on this on this podcast if you're listening on YouTube or on your podcast. Give it five stars wherever you're listening. Thank you all for listening to Locked On BC. We'll be back again on Monday. We'll go over any hockey news, basketball news. We'll see if anything's going on with football. It might be a quiet weekend, and my brain would love that. But baseball kicks off. You know, that kicks off. Baseball has opening pitch this weekend in the MLB Invitational that BC is playing in. We have details of all of this stuff on Eagle Insider. So head over there. Uh, check that all out, and we'll talk about all of this on Monday on Locked On Boston College, your team every day.